Welcome back to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for watch geeks by watch geeks. I'm John Biggs. I am Victor. I am Nicholas Delio. And today on the show, we're excited to bring you uh, some. We have actual watches that we actually handled with our with our hands. If anybody can believe it, uh, it's hard to believe. Doing? I'm stunned. How are we doing? How are we doing, lads? Not too bad. A little warm, a little humid, but uh, no complaints per se is what I'll say. Yeah. What's what else? What's what's been going on at a in? You're in like Raleigh, Durham, or something, right there, Victor? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Is it warm? It exceedingly. Uh, so, so what's so? Are, so we're all we're all going to die. Basically, we need Pretty we much. need mechanic <laughs> we need mechanical watches with uh we need mechanical watches with uh, which with what you call it temp uh, uh, thermometers on them. Thermal compensated. Those? Yes. Do they have but, those? I think they used to. I don't yeah. Know. No, I well definitely I know that I know like that like a piece of metal one. that would expand and contract yeah. to move a hand. Yeah, just tell like you a temperature or whatever. Was. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think that's the next big thing, and then we also have, we need watches that you can uh, you can trade your life for when uh, somebody comes at you with a uh, shotgun for trying to steal their water off their land. Mm. Yeah, we, oh, that's we, coming. I'm call, fully, we, we, we fully we convinced. Call, <laughs> we call that the uh, we call that the Cormac McCarthy. Oof. I did uh. see a rumor. Uh, maybe the new Apple Watch will have some sort of thermometer temperature sensor built in there. I don't know how that Does would it? work. I'm not a uh, that's just a rumor. I think German reported, uh, or maybe it's Mac. I don't know. I keep seeing that that the new Apple Watch will have some sort of will uh, it, thermometer. Will situation. it have any battery life to speak of? Because uh, I don't know. That's a funny point. I again, I only use my Apple Watch really for exercise, and man, this thing lasts like not even. It's very quick. This battery dies. Now it's four years old, to be fair, but uh, it's getting annoying. So I'll yeah, probably do. German says that it might have a body temperature sensor, which is not. Use? Oh, that's different. Okay. Yeah, that's just thing. like that's your body. That's what the is same the thing. point of that? It, it's Why all from this health position yeah, where you need to know position. if your oxygen sensor is working. You need to know if your heart rate's okay, and and you need to know if you got a temperature. Yeah, it's for it's, uh, for, it's for temp it's for temperature. Is it's for like like basal body temperature? I guess if you're like I don't know. Oh, you're pregnant. Uh, pregnant or something? Isn't that a thing? Uh, yeah, this, that's that's the wor- literally the worst thing I could say as a uh, no as, as, as as a father of three <laughs> children. But whatever. Anyway, I, we, we, never, <laughs> we never used basal body temperature. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Anyway, so what else? What no, else dude. we got? So I, so I, I got the GMT Seiko. Can you imagine? How How I like you, you brought this up a few weeks ago. Well, you said you were buying it a few weeks ago. You said yes. I so ordered it. A, I ordered it a few weeks ago. It came. It came recently. I'm. Going Where did to, you get it from? I got Folks it. Are curious. <sighs> Where did I get it from? Did you pay retail? I did. Oh, well, it's whatever. It was like four, four twenty-five or something like that. Okay. Uh, so kind of, yeah. I can't find it. What? What was the place? Uh, was it domestic or? I think it was domestic. I don't think I bought a domestic Seiko online. Mine are only Japanese. I literally can't. I can't spot it now. Uh, it was like a, it was started like yeah, a, well, started with H. I forget. H. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'm, anyway, I'm gonna report. I'm gonna report in. So. Okay, so I wore it to. I, so first off, first off, the movement is as you described. You basically have a you basically have a independent hour hand that goes that, that that's not click that's not a clicking hour hand, and you have a, then you have the the twenty four hour hand underneath which is which clicks. So basically, to set the time to a new location, you have to set the 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 current time, the local time. Uh, so like you you travel forward three three hours, you move the main hands everything up four hour four hours, and then you move the twenty four hour hand back four hours to get your home time. 
do you have to wind all the way around the horn to get the the 24 hour hand to go back three hours or can you wind it backwards you can wind it backwards no 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 you can't because you, you have to, to wind go all around, the way around the horn you have to go around the horn because the other because the other direction is the uh, is the date yeah <clears throat> so that's okay so it's exactly like the setup for the the 2836 style so that so that's a that's an annoyance that's an annoyance not my that's going to ask that's not that my favorite bad it's not my favorite movement by any stretch it's yeah. and i realize now that that bell and ross that i had um, same deal has the exact same deal and i didn't yeah. mind it at the at the point at the time because i didn't know any better but then i then i tried the i tried the um the explorer so I too you. I ruined yeah, you. No, Rolex spoiled me. I tried the I tried the Explorer Two. I have the Explorer Two. I love that. I love that method. Yes, because you that's the just, correct way. That is the correct one. And how does that work? To remind folks, you just you just un, you just un, uh, pop it open, pop it once, uh, unscrew it once, and then you just you you move the hour hand, the actual hour hand, forward or back, and you actually change the date that way. So that's actually kind of an annoyance that way because you basically have to change the date using a little. It's like a kind uh, of a wonky technique. But it, look, I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to, I'll survive, right? It's, I'm, we're not, we're not, this isn't, this isn't, uh, this, this, <laughs> yeah, this is 425 bucks. We got you. Yeah. For 425 bucks, it's an okay watch. I think the quality of this particular set is poor because I think it's their first one. There's, it feels very plasticky. Uh, the huh. crystal is, the crystal is beveled, which is cute. And it's got a Cyclops, uh, but the, but the face looks plasticky. And the, the whole, the whole thing just doesn't, doesn't feel like even the, even the links of the bracelet that came with it are super, like they're hollow to, to a degree that's like, it gets really, you can just it feels tell. pretty chintzy. I would, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to yell at, I'm not going to complain about it. Cause again, we're not, we're not, we're not living in, uh, yeah. I don't know, Victorian England and, and, and having to go work at the mills. So I'm, I'm okay with it. But, uh, but yeah, it's not, it's definitely not, it's definitely not my favorite GMT. If you're in, if you're in market for a GMT and you don't have one yet, it's absolutely the one to get because it's, it's, it's a Seiko, it's works. It's going to last you for a while. It's your, it's your entry level. It's a perfect entry level piece. Perfect. So it, it, it's a great endorsement. So well, I, I, yeah. I, as, as me, for me, I noticed, no, no, I, I noticed, I, I noticed some negatives. Um, like but right I, away, it just felt wrong to you. You could tell right away. It, it didn't. It didn't feel. It didn't feel great compared to other other pieces. And I think the I think the orange in particular is a little bit is a little bit garish. Uh, I would recommend the dark, the black one. I think there's another one like a like a blue or something like that. So so take a look at take a look at the other ones and see what see what you can get. I think, but I, again, it's a cute, it's a cute, uh, it's a cute idea. I think it's a great idea actually. And if you're, if you're trying to find a nice, uh, if you're trying to find a nice piece for just to enjoy it, then it's ra- It's raring to go. It's ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Very It cool. has definitely gotten good reviews or at least good buzz. I haven't read too many in-depth reviews, uh, online, but there's a lot of hype here, but it feels, it sounds like it's more or less justified this time around. I would argue that the I think what need what needed to happen is I, I think I think even like the Seiko should get a lot more buzz, definitely a lot more buzz. I think the I think the biggest problem is like people don't appreciate what what they pulled off. Well, I think we've we've said that in the past, like you know, these brands' ability to market to youngsters such as yeah, yeah. us, not great. I, I, I think I said this or uh, maybe we just thought my first exposure to Seiko as a brand was in Gran Turismo on the PlayStation One, uh, Gran Turismo Two, I believe. Like every time you race, you know, there's like the time there was a Seiko logo there. I had, ne- I was like twelve or whatever. I'd never heard of Seiko. 
so that type of like marketing, maybe they used to do, maybe they don't anymore, but mm-hmm. like they got to me as a 12 year old because I was playing video games. Are they doing that anymore? I have no idea, but I, I also, I agree that it doesn't seem like they're well, really think, out there. Was, well, wasn't there, wasn't there a Hamilton? Didn't Hamilton have like a Hamilton was in that game that, uh, didn't do super great. Uh, yeah, uh, one of the Ubisoft games. Uh, I think Far people Cry, are tired of that Far franchise. Cry. I think people have burnt out on Far yeah, Cry. Is my is my sense. No, no. For, yeah, Far Cry. But that Far was Cry is exhausting. But I but I remember that they stuck it in there. Yes, it was. They literally had a watch in the game, which yeah, well, I guess that's neat. Uh, I don't know, but I agree. It feels like Seiko should be. You know, if we knew how to fix it, we would probably be working for Seiko. I suppose. <laughs> no, uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't have. To, I don't. I don't want to work for Seiko because I think. I think Seiko. Seiko knows what it has. So I. So we're, we would. We could talk about another thing. Uh, the Belova. The Belova Type Two. Or no, no, I'm sorry, yes. not 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 the Belova, the Benrus, the Benrus. Well, the Bel- wait, before you get to the Benrus, the Belova is going to have the Miyota GMT movement that competes yeah. with this thing, and that's the one that I'm waiting for because that's the one that sets the same way that your Rolex does. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I've been very very pleased, honestly, I've been very very pleased with uh, with Belova recently. They've been doing a lot of cool stuff. I mean, we I, I reviewed the A11, which was this. It's a little bit small, but it's really nice. It's a little, uh, right. it's a little uh, field watch. And then mm-hmm. I also got the Ben Russ, which I liked a lot. Uh, they the did ben- the Millships thing recently. You remember that? Which one was that? Yes, I remember the that. Millships uh, was their their fifty five fathom style, but they were originally oh, okay. one of the people that were quoting for the military back then. Mm-hmm. And so, even though they didn't release it back then, they dug up the prototypes and they basically rebuilt the prototypes. Oh, cool. Yeah, I thought it was incredibly cool. So we're yeah, so we're talking about so we're talking about like good like good uh, good manufacturers built rebuilding stuff. But I think they like if I look at a if I look at Benrus for example, this this Type Two uh, Type Two reissue, I like that one a lot. That's a little bit small, but it was actually 43, 43 millimeters. It felt a little small on my wrist, but the whole thing the whole thing the face was really nice. The movement was really was really clean. Everything was everything worked really well on that on that watch, and I was really pleased with that. I actually i did a i did a review. I just put it up on the site. Nice, and I'm and, but it's fourteen hundred bucks, so I'm I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sure. I don't know if I'm that happy. But that's kind of a price point that exists, right? You know, a lot of the Oris Diver sixty five stuff is that twelve hundred to fourteen hundred kroner price. The uh, the the O and W right, the Olek and Wash watches, yeah, yeah, are are in that twelve hundred kind of space. It just feels to me like there's that that's you, you hit a certain level of quality and level of manufacturing. That's your price. You think? I'm wondering. I uh, I feel like I see a lot of watches in that price range too. Yeah, and I feel like that's my where I'm swimming nowadays. Not that I'm buying them every month, but like at this point, as I've explained many times, I had at one point a, a drawer filled with junk, two hundred, three hundred dollars watches. Yeah, change of strategy. Not doing that anymore. Uh, I'll just buy maybe like one or two nice ones a year and call it a day. So at that like twelve that thousand ish dollar range is like more where my attention is now than it was even just a year ago. Hmm. It feels like a popular price point. Is all is I all think. I, no, yeah. I agree. But is but is it a good price point? You know what I mean? I mean that's a different. I, yeah. This is a tough question. So I mean, do I? So I want. I want. I so and and it and it's mostly it's mostly priced at a point where where it's basically like a, it's a three hander. So you're not you're not getting too much bang for your buck at that at that price point. Fourteen hundred bucks for a for a three handed three handed uh, field watch, it's a little much. Well, and how's the execution? Uh, right? Does the execution worthy yeah, of that? That's my question. Yeah, I'm fi- I'm fine. I think I think the execution was worthy. Yes, I think the execution did it right. 
And yes, absolutely. I would I would be totally into I would be totally into um this watch. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't want to pay 1400 bucks for a three-hander. I hear you. What should it uh, but but is there a space for a $1400 three-hander watch? Like I, does does should should those exist at all, right? Well, okay, if, if we're arguing that point then like something like the uh something like the the Nautilus shouldn't exist. Period. It's completely this is ridiculous. The problem. Or, or any ridiculous. of the tutors because they're at 4K or, or any of the Rolexes say, that are 6K like or three or 4,000, 4,000 for like an ordinary three. Uh, that feels, uh, I don't know. That feels, that feels weird. Right. But if you did something like a three-hander, but it was with a micro rotor movement. So there was something or, elaborate yeah, behind some, there mechanically. Unique where like, does that uh, allow you to uh, raise the price? If, if I had a different, if I... We're in a different financial situation. I can only speak as like, oh, I'm a regular guy with a regular job. That doesn't sound super appealing to me. If I'm a guy on Wall Street, you know, obviously it doesn't matter. I don't know. As as an ordinary consumer, I feel like that thousand ish is like about should be the ceiling. So you so you you feel comfortable with that price because I I don't either in my in my opinion right now if I'm if I'm getting a three hander I'm literally getting an Alibaba piece. I'm literally going like a hundred two hundred bucks. Because the because the quality is the quality's there, it's acceptable. There's definitely a difference. I mean, like this the 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 uh whatchamacallit, the Ben Russ, high quality, very well made. You know you're getting a good piece, you're getting something with history, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But is it yeah, is it twelve hundred dollars worth of history is my primary question. I don't mm. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah. and but I but I also would say to myself, okay, I'm like I'm actively looking at a submariner. It's like 17k or something like that. Oof. Uh, yeah, I'm see. thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Or, or actually, most recently, I was thinking about maybe getting a like a Breitling with a, like a GMT Breitling or one of those. Uh, All right, one of those. Uh, what you call it? Those those Mustang. What are those special plane plane moderator? Yeah, the P51, design. whatever. Yeah, whatever that one was. Because I I kind of like that one when I saw it, and I was thinking about seeing if I could find some used ones. So that 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 puts me in like the eight to 10k range, and and. To a degree, I can understand. I sure I understand all the uh, all the all the vagaries of this piece because, like, think about it. We're basically looking at a we're basically looking at a, a, a junk piece that's it's it's just it's a it's a it's bog standard for all intents and purposes. There's really nothing yeah, yeah. special about it. It's running a standard movement, etc. But I can also understand why it cost eight thousand dollars versus fifteen hundred dollars for the for the Benros. And again, I don't want to. And, and I, I don't want to destroy your your happiness, uh, Nicholas. But I think I think I I appreciate that. I, th- I think there's I think there's more I think there's more to it than that. I don't know. All right, fair enough. I don't know. I'll I will I will take this under advisement. Take it under I think advisement. My main point was my old idea was I'm going to buy every two hundred dollar watch that I see yeah. on the internet, and then you end up being inundated with with, with, with stuff you don't wear. Dude, with so many days inundated, with and it's junk. like yes. That's not good either, you know. Obviously, from a sustainability point of view, which is very, very important nowadays. Uh, but more just like, dude, I have an infinite space in my drawer, and it's just filled with like little USB drives and like and that's like watches, that yeah. yeah, it's like I gotta, I gotta change something up here. So get rid of that stuff, and maybe, maybe be a little bit more circumspect in my future watch purchases. I think is and, and, the gist of what I'm and saying. And again, that's fine, that's fine. But I, but is, but is that circumspection 
require you to purchase something for 14 k 1400 or something for 200 that's that is a, that I, is a good question i don't know a good i don't question. know i don't know it's it, it it drives me crazy talking about it we're talking like, consumer psychology yeah it's like, well is is any uh, good well, luck you know but think about it from the the manufacturing side of it too right i i have been trying for a while now to actually make a watch and i'm still working on it i got some some stuff in in the fires in the iron on this but what you know that was one of the questions that i was asked by a manufacturer's rep last week was what do you think the pricing is for this and i said well you know i'm i'm looking at doing something that's similar to something that was done years ago a vintage thing that's dead that i'm going to revive and is like the vintage pieces still sell for you know 1800 so shouldn't should i be less than that should i be more than that and the guy was like no yeah. i think you can sustain doing 2000 um, right. But if I'm going to do 2000, then I need to do something special like that micro rotor movement. Yeah. So it all cascades, yeah. you know, do I do that for a three hander or do I try and say, no, no, I'm going to try and stay sub 1000 and do something with a standard movement. Huh. Yeah. It's a really tough call and I'm trying to figure out how, where, where the right fit is. I don't know. Well, I will, I will give a little spoiler. I spoke to the folks at Laurier watches yesterday for mm-hmm. an episode that will publish, uh, probably next week. I'll do some editing on it. Uh, and one of the things that we discussed was like pricing and like all this type of stuff. And it's like, it is very, very tricky to like find your lane and like, how, how do we justify X, X amount for this piece is like, is, is this worth it? Are we worth it? And like, to hear them like, you know, kind of those, those, uh, rotors spinning, it's like, it is, these are not easy questions, uh, especially, you know, if, if it's your, your full, your, your full-time job, it's like, you know, food on the table type mm-hmm. of thing. So it, it is very uh, this ain't easy, folks. Well, there's yeah. that, that is, is... Suf uh, Sarpaneva guy. You, you know the Suf, Suf watches? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I S-U-F. Yeah. That, that guy. So he originally did a thing that was basically a giant loom monster. It was an incredible watch where the dial was all loom with uh, like a mag wheel over the top. His second watch was basically a Dirty Dozens kind of reissue. Mm-hmm. Okay. A very, very World War II pilots kind of watch. Um, modern size, regular standard modern movement. I think don't hold me to it. And he was charging sure. about 2000 bucks a piece. Hmm. Did it do well? Yeah. He sold out almost instantly. Oh, well, hmm. I guess. And well, that's like, the, that's like Ming as well. Ming is very popular with the, uh, with the watch, watch. Didn't dudes. Ming do this weird thing where they said Ming that they weren't going to take sales from men yeah. and that they would only sell to women. And so then, then like they sold out because people were buying them and then reselling them to get yeah. it up. Yeah, but I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching like there's a there's like there's I'm in the chat room and I'm watching these uh, these these watch lovers just go off on Ming. They just love it. Hmm. Uh, really? And, and and they they have a number of they have a number of those same kind of pieces that it's like uh, field or so felt or something like that. I don't know. Um, anyway, it's a it's an odd it's an odd little uh, it's an odd piece. It's a lot just a bunch of like three handers that these guys like and they cost like yeah. five thousand six thousand bucks and yep. they consider them collectors items. Or whatever they make collections out of them, which I can fit. I I consider. I yelled sure. at them not to buy yeah. those things, but whatever. The the point of this the the Suf watch was as near as I could tell that the guy had put every every time there was a decision for either more or less quality in some way, he always chose the more quality, and that's how he justified doing the two thousand dollar thing. Mm-hmm. And. You know, so from the standpoint of trying to make something, that's the question is, do you, do you, you know, if this was the only thing I was ever going to make, if I was going to make one and then go out, would I just pull every lever for all the quality and charge what it costs? 
and be content that I made the very best thing that could be made. Yeah. Yeah. Or or do I try and find a way to to take the shortcuts and choose the shortcuts that are the least damaging to get the price down so that more people yeah. can have it? Yeah, the, the, those are those are real questions. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I think the answers to those questions will be found blowing in the wind. You're not helping me <laughs> at all. The answers are blowing. <laughs> this is completely unhelpful. unhelpful. <laughs> the uh, the magic the magic of folk music shall help us uh. here. Uh, oh, 20 minutes. I'm John Biggs. Uh, I'm Victor. I am Nicholas. And we will see you uh, next week where we will further just completely beat the dead horse up to wait, a point. Wait, wait, wait. One last survey. Yeah. Should sure. I buy a Ver Field Watch 36 millimeter for 125 bucks? Oh, yeah. Uh, for 125, that feels like a decent, for uh, pretty good deal, yeah. actually. I, uh, as we alluded to before we hit record, I reviewed a Vare. I forget the model number offhand. A little more than a year ago. You had one of the dive I, watches. I had a dive watch, and it was actually pretty good, uh, as I recall. Uh, I, you know, one of those where it's like, I wish I didn't have to send this back, but you do. Uh, what's, and then I personally the bought. Oh, I don't. I have no idea. In, in the one hundred twenty-five, uh, it's one of the Americords things. Is it, it's, 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 a quartz, it's, it's a quartz something, but it's 125 bucks. Don't even start with this. Don't, don't even bother. Uh, not, okay. not even a, not even a question. You, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't strap that to you. Don't to, touch it to your dog. Yeah. Okay. I, Absolutely. I, I'm not. not from. I have not had an Americorts watch, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's very good. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> it, it's it's not the Amera part that offends John. It's the quartz part that offends. Oh, him. I know. We're, I, we're familiar. I refuse. All right. I'm out of. I'm. I refuse. That is the Hour Time Show. I'm Victor. I'm John. I am Nicholas. And we will see you with our Quartz Watches on next week. Thank you for listening to the Hour Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.